Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. It is the Thursday edition, which usually means we get some hot takes from the hot take queen, the old chat machine, Steph Chase, regarding all things AEW. But no go, because tomorrow <laughs> night is AEW Dynamite. It's been switched, of course, for this week and is the go-home show for Double or Nothing. So before we check out today, we will get Steph's predictions and all of that good stuff as are well you as- gonna stay up for dynamite alex three what, to five on a friday night is it three to five wow yeah uh, it's three to five that I might, sucks <laughs> i might i might have to you know i know i'm showing my age i might have to have a sleep before <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i have to like a like complete i and it's a pressure i put in myself i am gonna have to stay up for it um oh. Yeah, I, I actually did not watch it live last weekend. People noticed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's a big loss of your gimmick, Steph, right? I know, I know, I know it is. So I'm going to have to do it this. Yeah, I'm going to have to do it on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm delighted to have Steph alongside me today, as usual, for the Thursday slot. Steph Shay's coming fresh off the Cody call. We'll get into that a little bit uh, along with the news today. Steph, how are they? How are you? Well, I don't know if anyone can notice, but I feel like I'm losing my voice a bit, and I think that it's going to be gone by Monday. Uh, if it if it holds out to Monday, that would be awesome. Uh, but I'm good. I'm really busy. Um, today I've been filming a video that I thought would be hard, but not that hard, and it's turned into like the biggest video project I've ever done so there was that and yeah I've just been it's double or nothing week so literally I've been getting up at 8am every morning and going to bed at 2 just doing stuff for double or nothing week like whether it's editing videos watching things and taking notes for videos all of it writing stuff up yeah it's non-stop the chase that (laughs) runs the place indeed I love that (laughs) Um, what else have we got here? Elizabeth Stallion. Alex, are you cheating on Fanta with Pepsi? I am, but this came with a meal the other day. So I didn't go out of my way to buy it. There's still Fanta in the fridge. Come on now. Uh, don't do not do me like that. Uh, it's okay to have one to break up the monotony every now and again. It's okay to cheat once in a while. <laughs> That's the lesson to be learned. Yes, apparently. Don't get your morals from Wrestling Daily. Uh, Steph, <laughs> listen, this is what we're going to do today. Because right. there is no AEW Dynamite, we're going to get into the bit of the Tom Phillips news, SummerSlam news, and of course what Cody said on his call, because Twitter is alight, ablaze already. Um, we're going to do a Q&A with Steph. That's what we're going to do, guys. Half past eight. You saw it here. Steph is easily the most requested Q&A co-host here on the Wrestling Daily. Uh, out, well, right. out, out of all three of them. So... You guys are going to get the chance to ask whatever you like for free. I don't mind in the live chat. We will do that. I'm not going to make people pay for quality Steph content. They can. But Alex, Alex is paying me off for it though to agree to this. 
That's right. Backhanded. <laughs> um, but absolutely, guys, if you do want to get Ultra Chats in about anything, of course, you know what the deal is. WrestleTalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. Give us your double enough in predictions, anything of your reactions to the news. You can do it right there. And, you know, we'll get the live chat going, of course, at half past. But if you want to have something in particular read out, that is exactly where you have to go. Um Steph. You can you can never see my t-shirts and I've got a sting t-shirt on today. I, I just want be. everyone to know. I, I just know. want everyone to know. Can you, can, you, <laughs> can you can you stand up a little? I'd love to see it. I'll stand up a little. Hang on. You don't want to see underneath. <laughs> Look at that. That's a great tea. Yes. Oh yeah, it's great tea. I bought this from the US store. It came the day after they announced the international <laughs> store. So of course. <laughs> Always the way. Um let me tell you something. I'm Sammy Zane today. There you oh, go. I love it. I, I love, love it. That's Zane so t-shirt. cool. It's, this yeah, is one of those really t-shirts, cool. uh, and I think this is always the best wrestling t-shirt. So I would wear this anywhere. I don't think anyone would go, "Oh, that's a wrestling." T-. It's just it's a good t-shirt, right? Like you know, yeah. they're the best. But I have. I will wear a wrestling t-shirt anywhere. I'm, yeah. I'm wait. I am waiting for the day that I'm walking down the street, and my absolute dream man comes up to me and says, "Oh my god, is that a <laughs> like whatever t-shirt?" And I say, "Yes." And that's how it happens. And that, yeah, no that one is. ever comments on my wrestling t-shirts when I'm out. Like never. And it makes I, me so sad. You know what? I've I've been um excited to get back to like wrestling shows to you know, not just to meet whoever and do interviews and have a good time, but like the fans, right? Or people who watch our yeah. shows and you can actually interact with them. I think you're gonna be one of the most that people are like, wow, Steph Jace, <laughs> like you're going to graduate to celebrity by the next time we're at the O2. I'm certain of it. Oh, I hope so. I'd love to meet all of all of the listeners in person. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait for that as well. I just can't wait to go out. I did go out at the weekend, though. That's why I said it, Steph. You look like you had really? a good time. Yes. I had a great time. I went to back to all these places that I haven't been to in over a year because I didn't really go out the last time they opened stuff up. So I went to all my favorite like Rockmel bars in Camden and stuff like that, and some bars central, some oh even shops, you know, just everything. Spent like three days just having fun again, getting dressed up and going out. So it's really good. It's really good. Very good. good. I, I mean, I've, I was just looking at some of the comments wearing about wrestling shirts in the live chat. I have become that guy where like seventy percent of my wardrobe is just wrestling stuff, and I'm like. <laughs> Man, yeah. I, I, like the other day I was thinking about what I'm going to wear and I was like, man, I really need to actually buy other stuff. But there you have it. Uh, ten minutes in, we should probably do the titular <laughs> Yes. Um, as you guys will know, Fightful reported today, our good friend Sean Ross Sapp, Tom Phillips has left WWE. Now, this is quite the surprising turn for many reasons. I, I think universally we've seen on Twitter, most people felt he was pretty damn good at his job. He never... Really felt like he had a permanent home anywhere in WWE. He kind of floated around from show to show and did a good job wherever he went. Uh, I would argue the trio of himself, Samoa Joe and Byron Saxon was probably the best WWE have had in a while. That was the best. Yes. That's the best yep. commentary team I think they've had in a I mean, NXT, but yeah. Uh, so poor Tom Phillips. And as I've said before... He was doing a lot behind the scenes. I know from speaking to Andy Shepard in NXT, the guy who recruited him and got him into WWE was Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips, mm-hmm. is, he was doing like a lot of Michael Cole stuff behind the scenes in terms of producing the other commentators and, and giving them tips and helping coach them. He was very much being groomed in that role. Day later, you know, we were just talking about him yesterday. How Well, I think Louis was talking about him yesterday. And now here we are. He's out of a job. Yeah. I don't know what's happened. I mean, I'm, I'm going to do my best to get a Tom Phillips interview. But I mean... I think it's a very surprising one, Steph. It is very, very surprising. Um, yeah, I think that you're right with the best commentary team being him, Samoa Joe, and Byron. They were really great. And I find, because I think about a week or two ago, I proper ranted about WWE commentary. And he is someone that I find inoffensive and easy to listen to. So it's a surprise and it's sad to see him go. Like, I just feel the kind of commentator they want is the kind of commentator I don't want. I think the kind of commentator they want is Corey Graves, who is the opposite of what I want. I was sad to see Adnan go as well, because I just thought he was, I mean, was he great at it? No, but 
I find him fine, reasonable, could get better. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have cut him, but we'll see how this this new guy does. Yeah, Jimmy Smith. Uh, you know, that was the reports making around yesterday. I believe Dave Meltzer was first off the bat with that news. But Jimmy Smith is from the MMA world. He's done stuff with Bellator and UFC in the past, and he will now be the main announcer on Monday Night Raw. So very interesting. They're going to partner in with Corey Graves and Byron Saxton again. I've said this in the past. Oh. I, actually, I don't think Corey helped Adnan. Um, no. in, in terms Corey of helps testing. no one. He he did not help Renee uh, at all. I mean, I think that was the main problem with Renee, that she was with him. But this guy, I don't know, since he's from that world, I hope he stands up for himself against Corey Graves <laughs> and tells him not to be a bully. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, I guess we, we don't know, right? Like, Vince might be telling Corey to be, you know, that much extra or whatever. I, I wonder if... I've actually preferred Corey in like the two man setting when he was on SmackDown is better than maybe the three. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily think Corey is bad, but I just don't think he helped somebody who was clearly trying to find his feet. Right. Like, yeah, yeah he, he got, I think he needed a lot of help. He was clearly uncomfortable and um, he was kind of swallowed up, unfortunately, but alas, Jimmy Smith is now going to get the chance and we'll see. I don't how know much- why they give a chance to Barrett or someone on Raw. You know, someone... I guess it's the play-by-play, though, right? Like, Barrett is a good colour guy. I I wonder if, you know, they're looking for that lead play-by-play, but they had it in Tom Phillips. (laughs) They had it, so... But you would think if you're picking a play-by-play guy, you'd pick someone from the wrestling world then? Yeah, for sure. But like I said, they had it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I I, I also think Big Joseph's very good at what he does. Um, I think he's Even going back to NXT UK, he was really good there. Um... They've, I mean, they're trying so hard to find, and I'm not entirely sure why. You know, they want people from different backgrounds to come in and do the bit. Even more, Ronello, that's probably the best example of somebody who came from a different background and did really, really well. And we all know what happened there, right? He kind of felt squeezed out, and, and, yeah. and he, he didn't last either. But I, I really, I mean, I know Ronello is kind of a divisive commentator some people love him like i loved him for his over-the-top passion some people kind of like find it distracting but i still felt in terms of those that have tried in recent memory to come into the wrestling world mm-hmm. he's probably done the best right so um mm-hmm. it's a difficult one you look at AEW, their commentary team are like wrestling stalwarts and even ex- even excalibur's yeah. been doing it for years if you think pwg and all things like this right so yeah. um I, I, again, I hate to do the comparison thing, but don't think, oh no, don't overthink it, right? Just you had Tom Phillips. I, I, I would really love to know why they felt they could get rid of Tom Phillips but hire Jimmy Smith. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silly, silly stuff. Anyway, let's talk a little bit about other news floating around at the moment. And SummerSlam is a hot topic at the moment. Um, it's one of those where. I had heard this. Sean Mostap had said the same. SummerSlam to Vegas appeared to be where we were heading, right? Which is very fine mm-hmm. by me if we can get out there. Um, but <laughs> uh, it, it, there's a bit of contention around the dates. Now, um, I'm informed, Louis informed me earlier on that uh, the Matt, uh, Matt Men podcast, which, by the way, have been really great lately. I know they're affiliated with the Wrestling Observer. Yeah, Everything, everything they've been saying has been pretty spot on. So... Um, Fair play to them. That's what I'll say for now. Um, They are saying that perhaps it's going to be August 21st, which is a Saturday. And indeed, the same night as Manny Pacquiao and Errol Spence, right? In the same city as Las Vegas, which is pretty crazy. Um, So this is what WrestleVotes have had to say today. The rumours of SummerSlam from Las Vegas taking place outside of Sunday are correct, according to a source. Hearing that internally the show is listed for Saturday the 21st, credit to Andrew Zarian, who is for the Matt Men podcast, for the initial date tweet. Um, he goes on to say, yes, guys, I am aware that Manny Pacquiao fight in Las Vegas the same night. I can only report on what I'm told. Saturday night is happening, though. Update. Uh, 8.21st is currently provisional. According to a source, Pacquiao fight wasn't official until the 5th of May, uh, sorry, the 21st of May. No updates uh, since on document being circulated. The 22nd and Saturday uh, being the Sunday and Saturday uh, 8-7. I, I always, 
seventh uh, of, of August. Uh, sorry, the American, <laughs> American the, the American dates throw me off the way they write those. Um, yeah. Shown as holds, so they're either going to move earlier in August or they're going to have to Sunday. Uh, WWE's preference is Saturday. However, being honest, I'm not entirely sure where that stands as of now. I mean, far be it from me to question what they're saying here, but it would be fairly unprecedented for WWE to move their major pay per view to a Saturday. Um, yes. I'm not sure what the reasoning would be behind that. I know that it's the uh, is it Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas is being penciled in. So whether it's down to availability or not, I don't know. But a stadium show it would be. I'm sure there'd be some rationale behind it. Don't know what that is right now. I would be very surprised to see it on a Saturday, though. Not saying it can't happen, of course. Um, yeah. But it's weird, right? Like, I, I guess NXT TakeOvers on, you know, like WrestleMania week was in the week. Do you think they would do that again instead of having to take over on the Saturday and, you know, it just, just move all the stuff yeah. around? That's so weird. Do you not think they're doing a, a two-nighter, do you? That'd be awful. Yeah, for SummerSlam. Wow. Um, yeah. But uh, Saturday night for us is, is better, but I prefer if WWE just stuck to Sundays because that's what they've always done. It's so weird why after – this long, would you say Saturday? Welcome to yes. fans back as well. Oh, well. Like I, I don't. I, I again, like, and this is not me like questioning what they've said. I've I, WWE yeah. done un unprecedented things before. Even like a two night mania was like whoa. Um, but uh, yeah, for the one nighter on a Saturday, I'd, I'd really need to know more, right? Like what the logic behind yeah. that was, especially moving it on to the. Like it actually makes more sense if people are already in town for the. Pacquiao, Spencer, Pacquiao, yeah. Have, have, have it on the Sunday. People are already in Vegas running it, right? Like, uh, or I don't know. That was the date that was penciled in that I'd last heard. If it is 21st now, cool. Um, I, I, so I just weird. think it's very interesting. Either way, SummerSlam, stadium show, probably going to pack it out. Vegas, of course, in July is going full tilt for Conor McGregor. Looks like they're doing the same for Pacquiao and Spence. So SummerSlam is likely to be a full stadium show. Which is something. Um, it just depends where they're going to put it, I guess. Yeah, so weird. There's no way they could run head to head in the same night as the Pacquiao fight. That's insane. Yeah, I can't see them doing that. But yeah. Mm, yeah. it's in the same city as well, man. I don't in know. Same, that makes it even worse. <laughs> like you should definitely go the day after when all these people are there and they're like, "Oh, might as well go to this wrestling event." Yeah, so weird. Chris, yeah. Petrie, Chris Petrie makes a good point here. Pay-per-views on Saturdays are wonderful. Most people are off the next day. Oh, yeah. they are. I mean, we can agree on that. It's just weird that they would do it. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a staple for WWE, right? Like, Sundays yeah. is, is pay-per-view day. And, I mean, for me, it doesn't make a difference because I'm up covering the pay-per-view and then, you know, sleeping in anyway. Yeah. But um, in terms of, like, the Saturday pay-per-views, of course, I enjoy it when, like, TakeOver is always on a Saturday and AEW, I believe. Started off that way. Yes, AW started off on a Saturday, and I thought it was the best thing ever. And then mm. they moved to Sundays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so again, like that. I mean, there's pros and cons, but I would be very surprised if they went out of their way to be on a Saturday in Vegas against the Pacquiao fight. I'd be very surprised. Yeah. But stranger things have happened, Steph. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, shall we move on to the Cody Rhodes call? Um, yes. Cody had his media call today ahead of Double or Nothing this Sunday. Uh, and our own Steph Chase was lucky enough to get a question in. So was Louis, actually. Louis got the first question in, as a matter of fact. Steph, uh, what did you say to, to Cody and and uh, what, what was he saying? So I just asked him about the um, the rise of AW over the past two years, getting in the fact that at, at Double or Nothing 2019, which I just watched. He was out there smashing a throne and now he's alone on a Wednesday and they've got a new TV show. And so, yeah, I asked him if he was um, in any way like surprised to how quickly things had risen for them and if his kind of vision was uh, had been fulfilled. And he basically said that he, because he grew up in wrestling, he, you know, always knows it's, some a lot of time things don't happen so i guess he's surprised in a way and he's also in a way not surprised because of you know how much work they put into it but he doesn't take it for granted 
Um, and then he kind of talked about the collaborative effort between him and the other EVPs, which might be because someone, for, oh, Sean, was it asked him about rumors of dissension? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was uh, nice to chat to Cody. He, he took some WWE um, <laughs> shots during that call, didn't he? <laughs> like, he basically blamed that rumor on WWE fans. <laughs> he really did. Love it. He basically said, to, to, to kind of quote him, he said um, that obviously there was no dissension, but he's not surprised since, quote, NX, NXT lost the Wednesday Night Wars. Yes. That, that, that rumor had started. So combative. Yeah, he, I you know. love it. Like I, you know, last night because I'm watching this pay per view to retro review it tonight with Benno. Like I tweeted him smashing the phone and said, like I still stand this. And I got a couple of people saying, like, no, it's really cringe when they do that. It's, I love it. I love it. I hope he smashes another one. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps doing it. Just love it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was obviously like I've said many times I was there at Double or Nothing, and when he did that, that was just such a, like a big moment. Like you could feel it yeah. in the arena. Everyone was like, "Ooh!" And it was kind yeah. of like, yeah, things were things were kicking off in earnest. I think we can say, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Cody elsewhere on the call was talking about you know like the world title stipulation where he cannot challenge for the world title, and he was asked if that was a good thing. You know, since then he's worked with Wardlow, Steel Cage, MJF, uh, helped launch Darby Allen's TNT, obviously did the open challenge as well, which led to a lot of people signing for AEW, mm-hmm. um, Eddie Kingston in particular, Ricky Starks. Um, and then, of course, now he's working with Anthony Agogo, Nightmare Factory product. Um, and he was basically saying that he doesn't regret it, right? He, he, he said yeah. it, it, he eats him up that he can't call himself the best because he thinks when you're the champion, you're the best. But in essence, he said he's he's very happy with what he's doing. And, and more to what Steph said earlier, he says that they function as one, the EVPs. He says he talks to the Young Bucks every day, Kenny most days. You know, Kenny has... <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hmm, I mean, I don't know why you had to make that distinction, but okay. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and basically said, you know, they're all functioning. But I, I guess the way you can interpret that is Kenny is kind of into what he's doing. Um in yeah. and around different companies, and he's got a handle on the women, whereas Cody, I guess, doesn't so much. So, I don't know. Maybe that's what he means. But either way, they seem to be getting along, Kenny and Cody, too. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. So I, I, I mean, people have said that these rumours started way before the Wednesday Night Wars ended, but I think it's important to note that the freshest batch did circulate in like the last month or so so um i understand why he's addressed it the way that he has but i i I, i'm surprised it took this long steph do you know what i mean like i I think it's just the easiest easiest rumor to run with in the world is it not This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think that Cody, he does kind of just do his own thing, and I think that's part of why he took that no-title stipulation. And I think that works for him. I think maybe that's kind of the agreement they have. You know, I won't, I'll do my own little thing and not interfere with you guys. And maybe mm. that works. And they don't have to be the best friends, you know, in the whole world. So, so many great bands absolutely hate each other and don't talk to <laughs> each other. Like, yeah. you don't, you don't, you know, business is business. Yeah, interesting, right? Um, I also think Cody touched on the, Promo that has been heard around the world at this point. Um, I love this about the workshopping. Now he did. He did kind of go. Ah, oh, that's on me. Uh, I, I misused the words focus groups. I mean, I don't know how he could have. I don't know how he possibly could have done this, but he did. Uh, and he tried to state that when he meant focus groups, he meant he voice notes his promos and plays them to his closest friends and coaches and management at AEW, i.e. That's his version of a focus group. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, obviously it was taken out of context as if, like, he's scripting all his promos and he's bringing in all these independent... Just, you know. <laughs> My vision was that Cody is in a room, like they show in movies, it's almost like a police questioning room doing yeah. his promo, and behind, behind the screen, you have all these people being like, press the button if you didn't like that comment. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so funny uh, focus group oh my gosh that yeah, would be that, was... that would be something let me tell you me, me, me and sp3 had fun talking about that one today no. <laughs> yeah that reminds me right um uh, we did promote this on the show yesterday you can trust me steph i'll always promote you look there you go um yes so how did it go talk me through it Oh, it's really, really good. Um, we went through all the matches, give our predictions, some stuff we had the same kind of ideas on, other stuff we didn't. I had a bit of a um, mini meltdown over the inner circle. There's more things <laughs> to come in the following days. But yeah, yeah. But SP3 is the man to talk about Cody's, uh, Cody's promo and focus groups for oh, sure. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if you want to hear, if you want to hear some thoughts on that. <laughs> I love that man. I love him greatly. Um, yeah, let, look, before we're going to get into the Q&A section, I am going to get some predictions um, okay. with, with uh, the double or nothing. So let me just say for the live chat now, if you have any questions for Steph and I, I don't care what it is, wrestling or otherwise, get them into the live chat and I will scroll through them and we'll get going as soon as we Make we've done. sure they're focus grouped first. Though, <laughs> That's right. I mean, I might have to focus group my answers. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, let, let's kick things off then, Steph. Let's talk double or nothing 2021. Uh, the mm -hmm. first prediction I want to get from you is from the Casino Battle Royale because that will start things down the road. Um, now, I'm yeah. gonna, I do believe this is everybody who has been stated for it. So bear with me. Yeah. And oh, no. He's going to read them all out. Exactly. Uh, Christian Cage. <laughs> Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Penta, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, The Blade, Eva Lono, Colt Cabana, Preston Vance, so Dark Order, uh, Griff Garrison, uh, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, uh, a lot of tag teams in here, but, you know, uh, QT Marshall, Nick Camarotto, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and, of course, there is always the surprise entrant. Now, to me, Steph, Christian Cage is probably the most likely winner. Um, but in true yeah. AW fashion, that might be, a, you know, it's too obvious, so it might not be him, but uh, it would make sense to me since you get a future AW World Championship match, Christian Cage and Omega sometime this summer. Just makes sense. For me, Christian Cage, safe pick, um, out there pick, powerhouse hops. Ooh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I, I can't go too wrong with that. Let's get into the other matches as they line up. Serena Deeb and Rio for the NWA World Women's Championship. I've really enjoyed Serena Deeb recently. Uh, Rio, though, of course, we know is like a Kenny, Kenny Omega fan 
in, or Kenny Omega is a fan of her, I should say. Um, yeah. And she's a big favourite in the AEW company, and rightly so. She's great. Uh, what do you see happening here? Is Serena keeping hold of it? Yeah, Serena's keeping hold of it. She's not dropping that title on a on a buy-in for another company. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, That's... a logic one. That is a logic one. Uh, the Young Bucks and John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Now, I this is one of those for me where it's my heart says one thing and so my head says another. What about you? I am going to be bold and say it's Moxley and Kingston are that's winning what, this. That's what my heart says. But you're ahead. Says the Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, man, I've predicted the Bucks to lose those titles so many times now, so you're probably right. Yeah, it's one of those where, like, just the way you have to consider, I guess, their story and trajectory, which is kind of outside of everything else. But um, I want Moxley and Kingston to win it. They're just so much goddamn fun and great. Like, and they're the hot I hand. Mean, they're probably the best babyface tag team in wrestling. So, like, you know, go with your hot hand. See, my prediction was Bucks lose, Moxie Kingston short reign, where they're dethroned by the Good Brothers, then Good Brothers Young Bucks dissension because they did it and the Bucks didn't. Yeah, no, I'm all for that. That, that dissension has to come sooner or later, I guess. Yeah. Um, moving along, Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Man, it would be something if Sting in his first in-ring match in about six years lost. I know. <laughs> no, Sting's going to win. Sting and Darby <laughs> Allen are 100% going to win. Going to win. Scorpio Sky is there to tap out to Scorpion Deathlock. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Um, and it's a great spot, by the way, for Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page to be yeah. in. Let's not get it twisted. Nobody loses by being in that match, in my opinion. So yeah. I would happily be in there taking a pin from Sting if I was anyone. Um, oh, and let Sting pin me for sure. <laughs> get that fan out, Steph. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Hikaru Shida and Britt Baker. This has to be the anointment of Britt Baker, doesn't it? <laughs> Yes, 100%. That's an easy one, too. It's Britt Baker. There's no further discussion needed. It, it would be crazy to not put it on there right now. It really would. Again, you have to go with your hot hand. Uh, Miro against Lance Archer for the TNT Championship. I know technically Dante Martin could be in here, but he won't. Miro and Lance Archer for the TNT title. This is a match that... You know, if you look down the card, there's loads of obvious ones, right? We're like, oh, yeah, Young Bucks and Moxley and Kingston, that's going to be great. And, like, Britt Baker, obviously, and, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, the, the stadium stampede. But, like, low-key, Miro and Lance Archer, I am pumped for. Yeah, it's going to be a horse fight. It really is. I think Miro, though, he's winning, of course. I think this is another obvious one. You wouldn't, you wouldn't put the title on Miro for two weeks, but good spot for Lance Archer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hangman Page and Brian Cage. Uh, I mean, my instincts tell me Hangman. <laughs> I can't even say what comment I was just reading there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I bet I know what it is. <laughs> um, Hangman Page for this one. Uh, he he took the loss, so he wasn't the championship contender, so he needs his, his win back, and he's got the Dark Order to help him. Yeah, give it to him. Give it to him, I say. Uh, elsewhere, we have got Cody Rhodes and Anthony Agogo. Now, of course, this is very interesting mm. um, because Agogo has been booked like a phenom to this point. Cody Rhodes may be taking some time off soon. Uh, we keep assuming that when anyone's having a baby, I guess. But uh, Seth Rollins has set the blueprint in recent memory that everyone's going, oh, they've got to take time off. Um, do you think... This is a go-go getting a massive win, or is Cody going to win? You see, unlike the other ones we've just been through, this is one that you can debate, but I yeah. think it's a go-go because I think it's a huge, it'd be a huge misstep to make this man lose his first big match. It would make me wonder what the point of him was in the first place anyway, like to build him up like this. So, yeah, I don't think Cody, I, I think it's even a bad look if Cody wins, you know what I mean, mm. like for, for Cody. So, yeah, I think a go-go. I guess in a weird, perverse way, it would be like Vincent Mann or, or if Triple H was trying to make someone in NXT and then he beats him. Like, do you know what I mean? It would be a bit, hmm. It all depends how you do it, though, because 
Dominic, you know, I know it's not exactly the same, but Dominic being in there in his debut with uh, Seth Rollins, I think it actually worked out well for him. Like, you know, everyone came away going, Dominic did great, right? So he didn't, even though he lost, yeah. even though he lost, people didn't really go, oh. And the same with um, Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. Pat McAfee lost, but everyone was kind of like, Pat McAfee, wow, like he did so much better than you thought. The difference here is a go-go is like a beast, right? So yeah. like, you know, it's a, the presentation matters more that he wins, I think. And it's not his debut. I mean, I know he's only had guys that he's squashed, but it's still not right to have him squash those guys. And then, what, like a month into his wrestling career, like he it just t- takes Cody to take him out. You know, I, I just don't see that yeah. being the correct decision. Um, I see True Hill Heat popped in, uh, SP3. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hey, everyone, I'm here to ask Cody, was there any black people in his focus group besides Brandy, of course? Oh, God damn. <laughs> ah, I wonder, I wonder. Um, anyway, moving forward, uh, we have some other matches to take care of here. That would be, uh, what haven't we done? Stadium Stampede. There you go. We've only got two left. Stadium Stampede. Uh, the pinnacle, the inner circle. I'm not even going to say anything here out of the fear, you know, fearing Steph's wrath. Uh, Steph, tell me why the inner circle are going to win. Inner circle are going to win because, number one, they've been in a stadium stampede before, so they know what to do. Number two, the stakes are so high for them and they love each other so much that there's no <laughs> way they can lose. And thirdly, because we've got fans here, I think they're going to be really nice and they're going to make the match finish in the ring in, in Daly's place. It's going to move. I think that's what they're going to do. And once you get, you know, once you get Jericho and Sammy and Jake Hager and Santana and Ortiz in the ring, they're just absolutely unbeatable unless there's a cage around it, but whatever. And they're going to win. They're going to win. I love they're like, not the, breaking up. I, I love the own asterisks you you're putting next to what you say. You know, apart from this, apart from that, but they are going to win. Uh, gonna win. Oh man, I, I must say, right? Like, and I've been, I've been straight up. I do think the Pinnacle will win, but I can't, what? I can't imagine the Inner Circle breaking up. Like, why is, would the Pinnacle win two straight matches against them? Who's booking this? But where do you go from here? Oh my god, you you go to Jericho versus MJF or mm. Jericho versus Wardlow to get to MJF. But do you need the inner circle to exist for that to happen? Yes. <laughs> no, you want because... it to. You want it to. That's different. Jericho could be just... even Jericho could go after MJF and Wardlow as vengeance and he's angry, baby no, face. But he needs <laughs> what would poor Jake Hager do if he wasn't able to stand behind Jericho and smile? What would he do? Do you want him to go out there and say, we the people again? Are you one of those people? No, I want Jake Hager to be happy. Yeah, that's right, actually. That's a very good point. What the hell would Jake Hager do? What Think about Jake it, Hager guys. Do? Why is no one thinking about Jake Hager and his happiness? <laughs> I hope, right, if... if, if MJF is going for the pin on Sunday. Before he does it, he thinks about Jake Hager's happiness. Think about Jake Hager's happiness. Please. Last but not least, of course, we've got Omega, Cassidy and Pac. Man, this just screams fun to me, this triple threat. It looks like it has, you know, like if anything, Orange Cassidy, he thrive even more because he's so good in like short bursts. I think a triple threat would be great. Um, It's got to be Kenny though, isn't it? Oh, 100%. It's Kenny. This is just Kenny's little funsy match because he doesn't really have any contenders. That, yeah. You know, yeah. I think that, you know, like, and I'm cool with it, right? Because they have to keep Kenny busy until we get to Hangman Page. That's, I mean, that's my mind. Yeah. That's, that's my booking. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's other ideas, but um, you do have to tick him over before you get him to who you really want him to get to. And this screams like it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it will be a fun match. Meaningless, but fun. Guys, it is time. What do you want to ask Steph Chase? What do you want to ask me, Alex McCarthy? Ask what you like in the live chat now, and I will pick up the best stuff. Steph's going to cry mid. Uh, Thank you. Mid. No, that was mid uh, in a circle promo, I believe. <laughs> well, I, I definitely cried on Sunday if they break up. 
Esprit <laughs> says I could guide Cody on what the ethnic community wants to hear. I'm sure you could. <laughs> what else have we got here? Um, there's a lot of different. I saw somebody ask earlier what your favourite place to drink was in London, um, and I do believe that was Adam Pearson. So let me. Mm-hmm. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling for my life here. Uh, on the way, what, am I, what have I got here? Question. What? When was the last time you think WWE actually made a proper baby face? It's because nowadays they can't a baby face without making them a heel first after they ruined them as a face. Um, I know what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. but even The Rock, who is one of the biggest baby faces ever, was a failed baby face turn heel. Yeah turn great baby face and i think that's exactly what's happening to roman reigns so yeah there's nothing wrong with that formula if the ends the ends justifies the means right it's, it's so yeah carry on sorry no i'm just saying like it's very difficult these days to go this is a baby face and everyone just organically yeah. loves them so i don't think you can really criticize the route to it as long as you get there um the, the last person they probably made that was huge is becky but again when they turned her heel I think they were turning her heel. I don't think they thought she was going to catch like wildfire and, and they would have to just acknowledge her as a baby face so quickly. Yeah, I, I don't think you can just present anyone as a baby face like straight off and it work, you know, bringing someone out and saying like you must like them because not every today. single great, uh, but not even in the times, like because The Rock, Austin, even Hogan were not, you know, had to go through a period of not being a baby face to be a baby face. So, mm-hmm. Uh, the baby face is the hardest thing to make. Um, I mean, I wouldn't put Becky as someone they did a good job with because I think that was all just totally organic. And yeah, I don't think they wanted her to take off at all. And um, maybe NXT Bailey, but they weren't that. <laughs> but <laughs> NXT Bailey, Bailey was a, a very good baby face. Yeah, she was very likable, right? Like a lot. I mean, before that, before people started getting tired of her, as people do in WWE. Um, she was really well well liked as a baby face. So I would say, and that's an intentional thing as well. So yeah, that's actually not a bad call, Bailey. Like we said with Becky, that was more they turned her yeah. and she was she was meant to be a heel in that role. But people didn't they yeah. I don't think WWE expected people to love the heel Becky as much as as they did. But there you yeah. go. It's like it's like the new day. They were meant to be baby faces, and everyone was like, What the hell is this? And yeah. very, very quickly, WWE had to go, okay, with their heels. And then people ended up loving them. And they have done for yeah. years now. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's a very, very difficult thing. But, you know, yeah. either way. Uh, what else have we got going on here? Hey, Steph, why are you single when you're so pretty? Also, <laughs> also are you Irish? You sound Irish. Um, I am Irish. Yes. Thank you for picking that up. <laughs> Why am I single? Thank you. Thank you for saying I'm pretty. I'm single because I am married to wrestling. That's a very good reason to be single. <laughs> uh... <laughs> WrestleScope said, Steph, we, you, okay, are finally able to come to the US for an AEW show. Will you and I be able to get together for a drink? I guess you too, Alex. Well, thanks for the tag along. Um, (laughs) WrestleScope, are you out here shooting your shots on my show? Come on, man. What's going on? If Alex is chaperoning, um, I'll certainly have a drink. Ah, (laughs) I'm like this. You don't want to get out. I'm watching you, brother. Uh, <laughs> Yusef, Jake Hamer deserves happiness. Yeah, he does. Thank you. Yusef is great, and he's very accurate. Um, um, what distracted me earlier was I could only half read some comments about 60-year-old men. <laughs> that, that, that's, your, that's your bag now. That's my bag. <laughs> Uh, right, what other questions have we got going on in the live chat? Uh, I'm gonna, I did see Adam Pearson, but I just can't find it right now. So I'm just gonna ask you, Steph, have you got a favorite spot in London that you like to hit for a drink? 
Yeah, uh, there's a bar in central London called Retro Bar that I love. It's like full of pictures of um, musicians, like old bands. Um, I love that. Uh, in Camden, the Devonshire Arms. I love that place. It's like old rock bar full of pictures of bands as well. The wall. Yeah. So that's the kind of place I like. I like places like that where there are good photo opportunities that play music made before 1990. Um, that's that's a good time for me. <laughs> yeah, I um I like the wheat the wheat sheaf in um London Bridge because it's right next to my office, so a lot of people go there. Yeah, I obviously haven't been there as much as I'd like to in recent years, but uh, that's kind of a favourite haunt. Um, there's 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 so many good places. Uh, in Piccadilly Circus, there's like a <laughs> it's like a vodka revolution somewhere so it sounds shite but um uh-huh. it actually is great fun uh so yeah there's a few places in london man i'd love to go out drinking in london again on um july 3rd i am going for a stag do in london in shoreditch Woo! so if anyone's around i'm having a good time oh my day. gosh vessel scope will fly over no it's, look steph if i say if you say you're coming out to meet me i fully expect him <laughs> over there uh, oh wow why the fuck have i been paying full price adam what is this <laughs> come wow. on man your friend owns it god damn uh great shout great shout uh what else have we got going on here uh, there's quite a few good ones in it at the moment that i've missed since the last one um <laughs> wait who needs a chaperone me or steph <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Come on now, brother. Uh, Matthew Ledesma, Steph, who takes the belt off Brit? DMD, if she wins it. If. Jade Cargill at Revolution or Full Gear if she really accelerates. Yeah, Steph. I feel like we're on the same page with this. Everyone else is yeah. like, eh, I don't know. She, you don't know she's ready. Oh, come on. Come on now. She's, she's in that. I'm telling you, Jade Cargill, I've said this before, is in that rookie class of like elite yeah. people we were talking about yesterday. She is going to have, she is an outstanding phenomenon. I'm telling you. Yeah. I am telling yeah. you. Do you guys believe WWE Raw set the ratings for the week? It seems like if Raw's ratings down, it, everyone else's. That's actually not a bad shout. Because um, I know what you mean. Like it being the biggest show, quote unquote, even though SmackDown really is now. Um, you know, and, and for the week that can maybe set the same for wrestling fans, but I also think people like what they like. If there's anything we've seen between NXT and AW moving off the same night, is that they have their own fans, right? Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know if Raw like having a bad week would then mean Dynamite definitely has a bad week. I don't think it's linked intrinsically like that. Um, but I do applaud your logic. I, I see, I yeah. see why you might think that. Yeah, me too. I think sometimes if you get really bad wall when it comes to the other WWE shows, the fans, certain fans just get fatigue and then don't watch SmackDown or NXT. Uh, Alex, you said on your Insta that Queen isn't your jam. Steph, is Queen your jam? And Alex, what is your jam? Steph, do you like Queen? I do like Queen. I, did, I, did, I, I, said... put, them, I put them top 20 favourite bands. So Ooh. not that much, but not yeah, no, actually, well, there's millions of bands. So top 20 is pretty good. That's a lot. I yeah. do like Queen. I do like Queen. <laughs> uh, so I was asked between Queen and the Rolling Stones. Like, it was either or. And I just said, that genre right. isn't really my bag. Um, but I picked Queen out of the two of them. But ah. um, uh, my bag is... Oh, it sounds so, like, generic here. But I like R&B and hip-hop. Um but 90s R&B is like my bag, like like early yeah. nine, early 90s. There's a lot of good albums like, um, I don't know if you remember Joe. You remember like Stutter, Stutter, that guy? Um, he he had an album in 93 called Everything. That's really great. Uh, R. Kelly, which I know is a really dirty name these days, but obviously Born Into the 90s is a great album. And um, there's, a, there's a few others, man. I really like that early 90s R&B sound. Um, so, yeah, I'm a very much an old I don't know anything about early nineties R and B. That's um, fine, my, Steph. My jam, my jam is more Queen and Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should have asked me. Yeah, you need to do Insta Q and A's. I haven't seen you do any of those. Let us in. Oh, Steph. I did one. I did one once um, about two, three months ago. I'll, I'll, I'll do another one tonight. Do it. Do it. I'm going to come will. through. I'm going to come through and ask some questions. <laughs> um, 
let's see what else we've got going on. Yeah, I'm going to do that every week now because that was one of the most kind of, I put it on Twitter that I was doing it and it was really cool. Like some of the the variety of questions, you know what I mean? I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, do that on a weekly basis, I think. Uh, what else we got going on here? If you're allowed to pick a wrestler to manage, regardless of company, who would you pick and why? Wow. This is a better question for Steph. She's management material all over. Steph, what do you reckon? That's that's very difficult because it's who do I want to manage and who needs a manager? Um, so I'd say the people I most want to manage don't need one. So I'm going to go with Wardlow. I would manage Ooh. Wardlow. Get him away from MGF. Or... I'll manage Hook slash babysit. <laughs> babysit. <laughs> oh, God. Um, who would I pick? Uh, I mean, I'll manage Jade Cargill if they're hiring. Like, <laughs> Sure. I mean, she's open. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would take someone who just can't talk and I'd be wacky. I don't know. Um, give me Jeff Hardy, right? I'd be like, I'd be like Michael Hayes in the, in the, in the late 90s going, Jeff, why don't you jump off this? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. I'll be the I'll be the worst manager ever. Every segment I'll be going, Jeff, you just jump off that man. Come on. Um, yeah. you know, people it'd get over there, I think. Uh SB3, will Steph get five thunk tears painted on her face if the inner circle lose on Sunday? Also, what does she consider the greatest inner circle moment besides their debut? Okay, I'm not getting five thunk tears. <laughs> 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 but I appreciate. Um, I, I will have more than five real tears on my face, though, if they lose. The greatest inner circle moment. That is so hard. I honestly think, and it's a more recent one, when they came back after the pinnacle was formed, it was a great moment, like them in the bathroom. But I also think the formation of the pinnacle, that whole segment is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in wrestling um, as well. I love the skits that the inner circle did when the pandemic started i love the bubbly bunch all of that was so great <laughs> flim flam all that stuff <laughs> i adore the one of the best unsung hero was jake hager when he told his kids earmuffs <laughs> before he swore that was when i knew jake hager was a lovely lovely guy but yeah there's so many great inner circle moments i can't believe i'm not hosting that on dynamite and it's freaking eric bischoff taking my spot but whatever <laughs> he's uh, had enough spots <laughs> yeah he has man jericho bringing him back after all your interviews i thought jericho would give you the plug Steph. um <laughs> tanol says when aw is finally able to make it to the uk what would you like to see as the top of the show match no storyline implications interestingly enough um, it was going to be Moxley and Brian Cage, right? That was going to be Fighter Fest. Um, that was what we were going to get in London. So it would have been a world title match. So, Steph, have you got any ideas of what you think would be the top UK match? I hope they don't do something annoying, like just make it Anthony go, go. Gogo yeah. he's from the UK. <laughs> and I, that's no offense to him. And by the time they get they get to the UK, which God knows when it will be, he could be the biggest thing ever. And if he is, then he deserves it. If it's a let's watch him because he's from the UK then no so just a really great what I want and I think what fans who are not from North America should always want um, and that's kind of been the problem sometimes with New Japan stuff we want exactly what you would give an American audience yeah. something that's worthy so let's say Kenny Omega is the champion Kenny Omega versus I don't know John Moxley like something that's worthy of an American crowd we want the same thing yeah my thing is right if I go to America as a Brit and I watch the Lakers, I want to see LeBron James. If I go yes. and watch, you know, my, my favorite football team, I want to see the biggest players. That's what we want. You want them to yeah. bring over their A game. You don't want to get, mm -hmm. oh, they're coming to the UK. And, you know, like WWE used to give us the, um, I can't remember now, like what the Saturday pay-per-views were for a while, like Insurrection, yeah, right? Insurrection. Like, they were just, they were, they were just house shows, right? Like, you know, nothing happened. Um, nothing um, happened. And I was too young to realize nothing would happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh wow, look at this. Oh, okay. Um Tay Conte or Anna Jay. Wow. Uh Tay Conte for me. Oh, is this between them? Oh, um Tay Conte, but both of them are great. I was just about to say that's a terrible question. Um yeah, <laughs> as in a terrible position to be in, but I do think Tay Conte has got a huge yeah. upside. I really do. Um who else we got going in here? 
<laughs> Lenny is answering you, Steph. Do you see that in the live chat? He says, oh, poor Steph. I'm sure you'll find somebody. If I'm still single in 10 years, well, I'm 32. I'll hit you up if you're still single too. There you go, Steph. Dude, dude don't bother hitting me up till you're 52 for a start. <laughs> Why? Genuinely, I'm genuinely howling. I, I, I'm genuinely howling at someone who said, you know what, Steph? In a decade... <laughs> <laughs> if you're still going in the decade, Steph, I'll have a go. Wow. <laughs> if, I haven't, if I haven't died from loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> That's genuinely, I don't even think they meant it that funny. But, but it genuinely is one of the funniest things I've ever read. I'm single because we've been in a pandemic for a year and I can't go out and hit up 50-year-old men like, <laughs> like I want to, you know? 60. 60, Steph. Come on now. Uh, I wonder how long Kenny will be the belt collector. <laughs> Back to business. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go away from Steph's like decade long loneliness. <laughs> apparently, I wonder how long Kenny will be the belt collector and if he will lose the title this year. I think the last pay per view of the year he probably drops it. I think. I think it depends on whether or not he he can do Wrestle Kingdom or he wants to do Wrestle Kingdom or what happens there. I mean, I feel like if I if I was New Japan right now, I'd feel so much like on life support that I'd. Cr- like make a deal with Omega instantly. But I think it depends on that. If he does Wrestle Kingdom, he'll lose it at Revolution. If he doesn't, he'll lose it at Fighter Fest. SB3 and me are so tight. Singing Joe Stutter <laughs> next Wednesday in some SWV week. SWV with the greatest bridge in the history of R&B. And I'm in, so into you. And I'm well aware that only me and SB3 are enjoying this conversation. Um, yes, is, very much is, so. <laughs> <laughs> is it true John Callis quit Impact? Uh, I don't know if quit's the right word, but he's moved away from his position there pretty much, right? Like, creatively, I don't think he has as much input anymore. Um, I remember, I think I read the report was at the last tapings that, you know, it's more Scott Demore and and all those guys now. Um, Don Callis is kind of just a talent, but he still is involved with Impact, as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... I, I doubt Don will ever quit wrestling. I mean, he did for a brief period, but look at the comeback he's had. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. Can't say much about that. <laughs> when did Dressing Daily turn into Tinder? <laughs> no, I mean, so, there's, so, there's so many, like, first, I want to say that there's nothing for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew as soon as I said, oh, well, let's do a QA and a with Steph Chase. I knew <laughs> this was going to happen. <laughs> Steph, who do you think has been pandemic MVP for NXT? Uh, oh, Jesus. NXT UK, Raw, SmackDown and AEW. Matty, you love loading up a question. I'll tell you that. Um, okay, I think... No, I'm just going to answer for WWE and AEW. For WWE, my pandemic MVP is completely Bailey. I think she is the one. Yes. Um, for AEW, I'm going to give it to Moxley, who I think did a really good job being the pandemic champion. Yeah, I actually agree with both those picks. Um, NXT UK is very... Remember, they had a six-month sabbatical, so it's very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, Katie Ray, maybe... She was she's been so great, you know, bangers with Miko and, and, and many others. Um yeah, can't argue with that. We do have some ultra chats to get into as well. Do your kids watch wrestling? says Jeremy Bauman. Uh, uh no, they don't really understand. I mean, they do catch it sometimes when I'm like working and it's on and, and whatever, and and Harp like Harper, who's my eldest, will just come along and like chop me and stuff, and I'll be like, Don't chop me. Um please don't go. <laughs> Please don't go to school and chop people. Um, but um, they do enjoy it, right? So sometimes when they see the entrances and that, they're like, wow. And and I have one of those mini belts that me and Steph have discussed before. I'm not sure where it is right now. Um, but it's like a tiny belt, basically. And she she likes to go, I'm the champion, but she doesn't understand. They don't understand, but I, I won't, like, not let them watch it. When they're ready to watch it, they can watch it. Even though the mum doesn't feel that way, but don't tell her. Um, what else have we got going on here? Uh, oh, poor Steph. We all love you, not just a wrestling fan, but also you're a wonderful person, says Zeka. There you go. There you go, Steph. (laughs) Thank you. I am a wonderful, wonderful person. Just waiting for the right sugar, Daddy. Uh, No, I'm not that rich. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I I bought some wireless ones uh, 
was it late last year? I think. I think it was before I traveled to Fight Island this year. I was like, I need some wireless beats because the, the wire was just getting on my nerves and it had broken. Yeah. Um, and to me, I'm not joking. I really took a long time whether I was going to buy them or not because they were in the sale down to like, I don't know, I don't know, 160 maybe. And I still thought that's a lot for yeah. headphones. You know what no, I mean? Too much. I was yeah. like, ah, oh. it, 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 honestly, I wrestled with the decision for days. Um, what else have we got? Um, do you know when we'll get a decent d- TV deal for AEW rather than fi- and then final streams? Um, I mean, I think they're quite happy with what they're doing with Fight as far as like, <laughs> the health death. Um, I think they're happy with Fight, and I don't think they're fully aware that the ITV deal is not the best deal. I think they're happy to be on ITV, but it could be better. But I think if the pandemic hadn't happened, they would have got a they would have got something happen with ITV where they got a better time and all of that. Yeah, um, I, I absolutely agree. I, I mean, they've all made it clear to me in the past that they want to have like a live TV deal. Of course they do. But I think ITV, because they were a brand new company at the time, the commitment was a bit... Cody didn't really skirt around it. He just said they had to prove to ITV that they were worth having. And it seems like they are gradually. So they've things working out great in America. Let's hope that they do over here as well. Um, but I will say Fight TV allowing my Samsung TV to uh, to host Dynamite has made life 10 times easier for me. So I actually, nice. I'm, I'm not fast. I only pay what? Four, I think it's $4.99. Yeah, it's so cheap. Doesn't bother me. John McNeil, Alex Lakers, all the way, or are you concerned for them? Oh, I'm very concerned for them. If like LeBron and AD don't play well, we have a problem. I think we will get past the Suns. Um, you know, if Drummond can can prevent Aiton from grabbing grabbing all the boards. I know Steph wants to chime in here. Um, but you know, if they play if they play well, we'll be fine. But I'm not convinced we'll win it. It all depends what the Nets and the Bucks do. To be honest, I'm not concerned at all. Lakers all the way. <laughs> yeah, go on, Steph. Uh, <laughs> right, let's move over to some ultra chats. We've got one here from <laughs> Planted and ASMR. A prediction for the Cody Agogo match. Cody goes for the disaster kick off his springboard cutter and gets punched in the ribs by a go-go. That's the finish. What do you think, Steph? Is that Planet Dan ASMR? Um, <laughs> love that I, I, I butchered it, yeah. Um, what, what do you think? ASMR. Uh, yeah, I think that sounds like a good finish. I think that uh, he's got to get caught in the punch, you know, he's he's not going to see it coming. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think he wins that way. Um, you got to put over the finisher, you have to, yeah. you have to, yeah. Um, with this, gonna take one more. Uh, Chris Petru says, uh, for AW's pandemic MVP, I'm gonna go Reddy Kingston. Uh, he's a good shout, too, but I think he's his own pandemic MVP because that guy got himself a job in the pandemic and he got himself over and he did extremely well. I know, I was gutted that, um, so me and you were both lobbying for Eddie Kingston, weren't we? Yeah. Um, and yeah. then last, like, it looked like it was going to happen. And then last minute, they were like, oh, he's not available. Um, yeah. And you, you ended up with Derby, right? That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I've never spoken to Derby before. So that was really great. He was yeah. very nice. I had Scorpio Sky um, as well. So you can check out both of our interviews with those guys. This week before Double or Nothing, I spoke to Frankie Monet uh, today. Ooh, yeah, I did. Very nice. Awesome. That's cool. One of her first interviews since uh, joining WWE. So that was very cool to get, like, you know, the exclusives and the details. So that will drop tomorrow. Yeah. She, was, she was really, really nice. Um, yeah. I, I said at one point, well, I will say, I said one question where I was like, she didn't even let me finish. And I was like, do you think uh, John Mor- John Morrison being at WWE? And she was like, well, no, like, you know, people people assume that because my husband's there that and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa I, wasn't, like, <laughs> I wasn't saying that you're only at WWE because John Morrison. Um so, you know, um, but I, I, the point was she was saying that he'd been very encouraging and, and wanted her to come yeah. with him, um, which obviously made things a lot better. Yeah, if you go on my Twitter, you'll see the photo I posted. She had him for the interview. So there you go. Nice. Uh, the dog the dog accompanied us. Uh, anyway, three past nine. This has been a lot of fun. Um, talking about Steph and pensioners <laughs> and Tinder. Uh, apparently, that's I knew it would, de- you know, it would, it would de- descend into this step. oh my gosh L- luckily 
Luckily, all, all the men I talk to uh, don't like wrestling, so they'll never watch this. <laughs> would, for real, would you want someone as your partner who did watch wrestling? No. I was going to say, because I think that's difficult. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's a difficult place to be if you've got these uh, got these wrestling. I mean, my missus is just like, what? She knows who they are because I, I interview yeah. them, but she doesn't watch yeah. it. If she sits there, she's like, what the hell is this? Uh, and I can't yeah. really, I can't really defend it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that is all for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for your questions. We really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. I'll be back tomorrow with Phil Lindsay of Bleacher Report and Sports nice. Keter, uh, among many other places. Next week, Andy Shepherd is going to be in the house from NXT UK as well on Friday. So Ooh. we've got some cool stuff on the horizon. Uh, Steph, last plugs because uh, it is double or nothing week. Tell the people what you're up to. Yeah, cool. Um- Go to my YouTube and you'll see a Dynamite preview, an interview with Darby Allen. Watch that for sure. Tonight, two hours, uh, me and Ben are going to look at Double or Nothing 2019. Tomorrow, fingers crossed, I get up a video which is like everything you've ever wanted to know about (laughs) Stadium Stampede, the first one, like how it came together, every single thing. And then Saturday... It is AW Weekly because of the Dynamite switch. Sunday, myself and Kenny McIntosh will be doing the Double or Nothing pre-show, the hour before Double or Nothing. Watch my pre-show instead of AW's. Have that on mute in the background, though. Um, not that I'm saying not to watch those. What, give them the readings, but, you know. Like, I, I hope uh, I hope Cody didn't hear that. I did not say that. Um, and then Monday... It's not over because me and SB3 will review Double or Nothing um, over on my channel as well. I think that's like 9 or 10 p.m. on Monday. But, and, yeah, it's a lot. <sighs> and let me tell you something. Steph Chase will be on Talk Wrestling on Monday. I've already booked her. Well, You booked me early. I'll also be on – oh, this will be really fun, guys, on um, SB3, the True Heel Heat YouTube Saturday afternoon, it's me and Benno. He booked us both together. So wow, we're going to go through double or nothing. Yeah, we are tag teaming for that one. So that's going to be really, really fun. I love the guys at True Who Heat. They have a great team over there. So They're so great. It's yeah. great that the UK is going to invade with a tag team as well. I look forward to watching that. Make sure you catch all of Steph's stuff this week for Double or Nothing. There's no better place to be heading into a pay-per-view week for AEW. So make sure you check it out. Follow her on all those platforms. You see the handle, Instagram and Twitter. Same for myself, up top, Instagram and Twitter. We'll do some oh, Q&As in the coming days yes right uh until then thank you so much for stopping by guys remember like subscribe all of that good stuff for wrestling daily and we will see you next week bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 